Bring in more revenue while saving money and differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack vying to win those guests by becoming more environmentally friendly. We will show you how easy it is and how cheap it can be, if not free, and share all the opportunities available. So join us each week as we take another step along the green path. That's one more step to differentiate yourself from the rest of the pack. The Green Path Podcast is kindly sponsored by Sestonica, the first sustainability recognition for vacation rental homes. What if vacation rental professionals could influence millions of travellers to make their own homes more sustainable? Show the world that you have taken steps to make your vacation rental consume less and get your badge on sustonica.com. Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of the Green Path Podcast. There has been discussion in previous episodes about looking into your suppliers. If you're becoming more sustainable, then ideally you're looking to work with like-minded businesses. No point you being sustainable when your suppliers are doing the polluting. I also mentioned in the very first introduction episode of the podcast that the biggest denomination in most currencies is green. Well, today we'll learn about keeping your money green. Like looking at your suppliers, today we'll be looking at your banks. Today, we'll be looking at the carbon footprint of your money. Today, my guest is Dan Sherrod-Smith from Mother Tree. Hello, Dan. How are you? Hi, Deborah. I'm great, thanks. Really glad to be here. And thank you very much for taking the time to join me today. Dan, um, I'd like to start where I usually start and talk about your own personal journey. How did you start on your journey uh, of about sustainability to get you to the point where you're with well, you started Mother Tree. I love that. I love that question. Uh, yes. Yeah, so for me, uh, I grew up in South Wales. I, I was in Swansea in South Wales, which is right by a place called the Gower. It has really beautiful beaches, golden sand, although you might not imagine that for the British coast, but <laughs> golden sand and really dramatic cliffs. Uh, I like to say they're the best beaches in the world. My wife says they're the best beaches in my world because mm-hmm. she <laughs> which is fair enough uh but while i was on a in a geography lesson when i was about 12 years old and i first heard about climate change and i realized within my lifetime unless we dramatically change we're going to lose those beaches mm. uh, and that was the kind of first moment where it really hit home you know our planet is, is going to fundamentally change unless we do something about it uh, but i didn't know what to do about it then uh you know this was long before the the age of greta uh, and, and so sort of went on the traditional path, the university and, and got a job. Uh, and then at, when, when my last company sold, so I was on the founding team of a, a business called Look After My Bills, which made it really easy for people to switch energy. We automatically switched people's energy. We saved uh, the British public £127 million. Pounds. We switched um, 800,000 UK homes. Mm. And while we sort of built that up as a startup and scaled it and then sold and we were in this pretty comfortable position and at that point my wife was pregnant and I kind of realized is this what I really want to do and when my son's born you know he's now two years old at some point he is going to ask me what you know what did I do when I realized the extent of the climate crisis and I want to be able to look him in the eye and said I did all I could with the skills that I had Mm. and so I left that comfortable job and started researching what has become mother tree Mm -hmm. we Initially, I just started talking to people, just listening to their experience of how they experience climate change. 
you know, in their homes, one-to-one, and then in focus groups. And then my wife came up with the idea of something called the climate challenge, mm-hmm. which was 30 challenges, 30 days, eight people, enough to sort of share a vegan pizza. Uh, and just, it was a way for people to discover ways to live more sustainably. And, you know, we went vegan for the day. We got rid of single-use plastic. We found out our carbon footprint. And the two actions that pe- that really kind of uh, annoyed people me included, was when we realized what our banks and our pensions were doing with our money. Mm. You know, the first challenge I did was it was completely new for me. And I realized 2% of my pension was going to BP and Shell. 1% was going to tobacco, 1% to weapons. You know, just, oh, just think, never, you don't, you don't yet, think about this thing. You, really, you put money in the bank and that you don't think about what the banks are actually doing with your money. Exactly, exactly. And then, it you know, it was just as bad for the banks. They're investing in cluster bombs. The big five uh, banks in the UK put 100 billion, 114 billion pounds into oil and gas expansion in 2021. Mm. Um, just the same story on that side. And just, I just thought this is something I have, have to have a shot at doing. Yeah. Last year, uh, we launched Mother Tree with what is the UK's first and only money carbon calculator. So just like, you know, you have a lifestyle carbon calculator for our diet and transport, et cetera. Uh, this one focuses exclusively on our banks and pensions. And that's, uh, yeah, that was really the kind of beginnings of, of our journey on Mother Tree. That's amazing. And it it is about your savings and your pension funds because the bank's taking all of that money and investing it in something. Okay, we'll come back to how Mother Tree works, but there's a story behind the name, or not a story, but there's an explanation. What? Where did Mother Tree come from? Yeah, thanks so much for asking that. Not many people do. <laughs> uh, so the name Mother Tree is, uh, I read a book called Finding the Mother Tree by a brilliant scientist called Susan Simard, Canadian. And she she discovered that trees share nutrients. And it completely blew my mind that the trees were communicating and, you know, if one tree was short of a certain type of nutrient, another tree would send those nutrients to that tree. Mm-hmm. And what she discovered was the biggest trees in the forest, the mother trees, as she termed them, were sharing the most nutrients. They were providing the space for others to thrive. Mm. Uh, and also in the, in the summer months had the foliage to protect the trees, uh, you know, under their branches. So, and where we originally thought actually trees are out competing, it's, it's actually not the case. They're, they're really cooperating with each other, certainly in a, in a forest environment. And it just really stayed with me. And so for Mother Tree, our whole ethos is to share and support and to lift the whole community up. That's yeah. that's what we're all about. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful uh, explanation. Yeah. So let's say I want to come along and I want to try your calculator. So can you explain how do you like assess the banks? How do you grade the banks? How does it work when I come into your calculator to try it out? Yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, how it works. I'll start there and we'll move back uh, to how do we assess. So how it works. So if you put in, you know, the amount you have in a current account mm-hmm. and let's that's uh, that's £1,000 mm-hmm. and, you know, we already know how much assets that bank has for any given year because they report that. And just for this purposes, let's say that bank has £10,000 in assets. So if you go over £1,000 and they have £10,000, you have in effect 10% of that bank's assets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we then know the bank's carbon footprint. So this is to answer how we, your first question. Uh, so we're looking at the bank's own disclosures. We're also, and they disclose them every year. We're also looking at, in terms of where the bank is investing that money. So we're looking at their investments. We're looking at their lending book. 
in terms of where that money is going. So we're able to draw a, a carbon footprint, we're able to calculate a carbon footprint for each bank. Mm. And this is all yeah. public knowledge, right? The, the information is out there. You're not trying to, you know, guess and figure it out. It's there. Yeah, exactly. The, all, all of our sources are publicly available. We're just drawing them yeah. together to make it a clearer view for the consumer. Yeah. Uh, and then given you have in this scenario, 10% of that bank, 1,000 pounds in assets over the 10,000 pounds of the bank's assets, we then say, okay, well then you're responsible for 10% of that bank's carbon footprint. Mm. And the reason we say that is because if you withdrew that money from that bank, that bank would be in a worse position, just like if you were a shareholder in that bank. And therefore you have a stake in their game. You are a stakeholder and therefore you, you have a responsibility for that, for that carbon footprint. Yeah, yeah. So what you're saying is that there are some, oh no, some, most banks, I'm assuming, uh, will invest money in fossil fuels or tobacco or, or what was the other one that you suggest you mentioned? Uh, weapons. Uh, and far, uh, factory farming, things like that. And then there are other banks that do something better. Can you explain what are these other banks doing then? Where are they investing the money? Absolutely. So at the other end of that sort of spectrum of investment, and what I would say is, you know, the, the big banks are investing in those categories, also invest in good areas, um, but they're, they, haven't, they haven't ruled out investment in things like fossil fuels, which I think we, we need to do. Mm -hmm. So the kind of the, the banks on the good end of the spectrum, they completely rule out, you know, investment in things like fossil fuel uh, and weapons, etc., what they do is they're investing in things like renewable energy, in clean water, in affordable housing, in community projects. And the really great banks are very transparent about it. So you can see at a street level, you know, where they're investing, which I just think is absolutely marvelous. Mm. Um, and then the other type of bank is, of course, a building society. And building societies work slightly differently. They, they have mortgages on their book instead of investments. And so, wow. uh, you know, really great building societies like Ecology Building Society, what they're doing is they're making sure the housing stock of the UK is actually improving. So it's more energy efficient. Therefore, we're using less uh, fossil fuels to to warm that home. And uh, um, yeah, so there's less reliance on the energy. Is Ecology a building society? Correct. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Now let, let's just be clear though, actually. So you're, the banks that you're looking at are only in the UK for now. Yes. So we do uh, international work, but it is on a one-off basis. Our real yeah. focus is, uh, is UK, but yeah, we've looked at banks in Denmark, we've looked at banks in Sweden. Uh, we just looked at a bank in Canada. So we do international work, but to, to really build a kind of comprehensive view of a market, it does take a lot of time. Mm. Uh, so yeah, our real focus is UK for now. Mm -mm -mm. And I suppose what you're saying is by taking your money out of these banks that uh, invest in fossil fuels, you're basically not suffocating them, but you're really you're making your mark and, and you know, obviously contributing to these banks that are going to do something much better with your money. What about in terms of return? When, you know, like not that anyone's getting any well, much interest from banks these days, but what sort of return or risk is there in these other banks? Yes, fantastic question. And, and absolutely the right question uh, in kind of a, I think how most people think about this, uh, you know, once you realize there's greener banks, actually, do, does it stack up from a returns yeah. perspective? And the answer is, it actually pays to go green. So there's uh, green banks out there now who are top of the green, of the sort of green list, they're doing the best things possible, who have the leading interest rates in the market. There's a bank, Triodos, who have outperformed Barclays, who are the worst bank. Triodos, one of the best. 
Traders have outperformed Barclays on interest rate for certain categories every single year since they've been in the UK market. So it really pays to go green. Uh, and also on the pension side, we analysed uh, default pensions with the likes of Scottish Widows and Aviva, uh, you know, the really big pension providers in the UK. And we looked at their default fund, which is if you're an employee and you have a pension and you haven't looked at it, it's likely to be on the default fund. Mm-hmm. And then we looked at their green alternative funds and we verified, so we have the systems to do that. We verified those green funds are genuinely green. It's not greenwashing. Those green funds have outperformed the default funds by 15% in the last five years. So it really pays to go green. And then in terms of safety, so all the banks that we uh, we look at, all the banks on our site uh, that we recommend are FSCS protected, which is the same protection as that Barclays gets, uh, which means your money is protected 80, up to £85,000. Um, you know, if that bank passes, you can still get that, that money back. And who's that, who's that provided by? Uh, it's it's, it's or a government thing. Yeah, it's a government thing. Uh, so it's a financial services compensation scheme. Oh, okay. um, and so, I mean, I'd need to look at the exact mechanics of it. My <laughs> understanding is the government would would underwrite, you know, would make sure that that money is still there. Yeah. Bank went bust. Yeah. And and one of the things I, I, okay, first of all, now, so with the, with the regular banks who may be investing in fossil fuels, because when you put your money in, you don't necessarily know that your money is going to go towards uh in uh, um what do you call it <laughs> invest being invested in fossil fuels but you're taking a stance by taking the money out um in terms of um how do you research these banks and how do you research these the, the greener banks how, yeah, do you, exactly. how do you uh like not grade them but how how do you how do you research them yes yeah, so we begin by looking at the bank's own disclosures yeah we always want to, uh, at the very start, make sure, you know, what is the bank saying? Uh, so we start there. And then we're looking at a series of additional sources that are publicly available. And in effect, we're triangulating. We're saying, okay, is what the bank's saying accurate or have they missed reporting on something? And often, you know, we're seeing with the big banks, not all of them, but with the big banks, often we're seeing they don't report on a lot of their investments. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, okay, then we're going to look at, investment platforms and what can we understand from investment platforms in terms of where those banks are investing and lending their money so we're and we always triangulate every single data point mm-hmm. so we have a data point on our system that hasn't got at least two and ideally three and more uh, sources that say yeah this is you know within the absolute range where we have a data point that's that's a long way out we don't use it mm-hmm. unless we can verify it and then also, you know, we're working with uh, Mike Berners-Lee Small World Consulting. Uh, so they also make sure, you know, what we're doing is uh, up to standard. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, I mean, he's the authority in my mind in terms of carbon footprinting. He wrote the book on it, How Bad Are Bananas? So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we're delighted with that partnership as well. So we're always looking for ways to make sure this is as robust as possible. Yeah. We're always making sure our data is uh, triangulated so it's not, not yeah. orders of magnitude out. Yeah. And I, I do like, there's a lot of inter- interesting information on your website. And I do like the table of banks, like who's the worst and, and the order of their carbon footprint. It's very interesting to see that. I was like, oh, where's my bank? <laughs> how bad is Halifax? <laughs> so uh, it was good to see how, how it all pans out. And yeah. one thing that I was actually really surprised to see, because of course I did see, I did have a look at who are these green banks and who are these green pension funds? And I actually, I, I did spot that there is interest being paid in, in these green banks, some of the green banks, but there's actually a B Corp approved pension fund in there. 
yeah. B Corp approved. I was like, whoa, okay, they know what they're talking about. <laughs> That's one to be trusted. Definitely. Yeah, there's a couple of B Corp approved pension funds now. Really? Uh, which is called Switchfoot, uh, who, who are appearing on there. I think it's brilliant. I think it's absolutely amazing that these these people can invest ethically. They have the badge to prove it. I just, I think it's a brilliant movement that I just want to make sure we're encouraging. Yeah, yeah. And so if someone wanted to investigate these banks, I mean, obviously they're just public banks. You can go online, you can investigate them more, open an account and slowly, slowly, once you, you know, build up some trust or whatever, shift your money over and now your money is cleaner. Incredible. Yeah, and it doesn't take that long. It's easier to switch than ever. Yeah, I can imagine. Five working days. And yeah. and um, all the banks on our site also are signed up to uh, the current account switch guarantee. Probably got that acronym slightly wrong. But what that yeah. what that means is uh, they'll switch all your direct debits and standing orders over. You don't have to, like, faff around with that. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that makes life easier too then. Sorry, all you people that aren't in the UK. <laughs> there are services in outside the UK that exist for this as well. Not everywhere, but there are, yeah. Oh, fantastic. I'll, I'll investigate and put some links down below. Now, uh, besides the the uh, the green, sorry, the calculator for your money, you also have another a couple of services. So the green living service. Can you explain what the green living service is? Yeah, absolutely. The green living service is our... One-to-one uh, -one service where we take time to understand uh, you in terms of your values, your budget, and your current situation, and then we scour the market for the best deals, the best providers across finance, bills, and home improvement that fit your values, that save you money and reduce carbon. Uh, and then we, with together with you, we then we then enact the switch. So sometimes we can switch for you; you don't even have to lift a finger. Sometimes we do the paperwork, but you still need to complete the switch. But we save people up to 40 hours, or it's actually an average of 40 hours of work. So it's almost like a working week. We save them in a year. We save on average £3,000 in yearly savings. Uh, and our record carbon reduction is 18 tonnes. Um, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, that was hefty. Uh, but, you know, we set that service up because we realise, you know, just, just knowing the carbon impact of the bank isn't necessarily enough. Yeah. And we live busy lives. We've got busy jobs. We want to have a social life. We might have kids. Mm. Like it's just is a busy time. And so what we want to do is make it as easy as possible mm. for busy people to go green and save money. Mm -hmm. Look, you're right. That that time spent in research. You know, a lot of people are very new to this topic, and it is starting from scratch or listening to podcasts, things like that, to learn about what do I do. But to have someone actually do it for you or you know at least tell you exactly you know this is what your footprint is and this is how we're going to improve things and save you money no brainer isn't it that's what we think yeah <laughs> and the climate challenge now you mentioned earlier on a 30-day challenge with 30 challenges i was thinking god damn that's a lot of challenge yeah, now you're talking, now there's a five-day challenge. Is that because the 30 was just like, oh, my God, it's too big and overwhelming? Or you just thought you want to make it more appealing to people just to take the first step to the, into the challenge? It's a great question. So what we did with the 30 challenges was we were able to understand where can people have a genuinely big impact if they only had 30 minutes a day? 
So we were testing different things in those 30, what really lands and what doesn't. And what we've been able to do is distill it into just five actions. Mm-hmm. So if we, you know, if only five things, we only have 30 minutes maximum a day, yeah. what would we do? And so that's the, that's what that challenge is about. It's five actions, five days, n- no action is more than 30 minutes. Uh, it's a community of people as well. So you go through it with, uh, you know, a community. So yeah. they're all having the same experience of sharing as you go. Uh, it's just, we're finding it's a really vibrant actual space. It's kind of growing organically now, which I absolutely love. Yeah. Uh, like to see. So it's just a Zoom call. So people from all over can just, you know, come into the cohort for that, uh, that date and go along five days together. Yeah, that's it. So we have a welcome call on the Monday. And then we have a Slack group uh, where everybody joins. And then we have a, a kind of wrap up call on the Friday where we share our experience. Yeah. And yeah, we get people from all over the world. We've had people, uh, you know, mostly it's the UK just because that's where that's where the company's based. But actually all over the world, we have people from uh, Nigeria, from Chile, from uh, Australia, Singapore, just just all over. And it's, it's, it's really beautiful, actually, because you get to hear the sustainability efforts in other countries as well. And we're kind yeah. of starting to build that challenge as a much more international uh, international piece. So with the five with the five steps, the five days, sorry, it's not like everyone's coming together and learning about it together. So you just work at your own pace during those five. These are the five things you're going to do half an hour a day. See you on Friday. That's it. That's it. Wow. And then in Slack, uh, in Slack, people are updating and supporting yeah. each other. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and and the other thing we say is, you know, we we have busy weeks. So if you don't complete a challenge in that week, of course, you know, if you do it later, that's absolutely fine. Like the main yeah. thing is. Try it out and see if that's something for you and, yeah. and that fits with your lifestyle. Yeah. Now here's the here's the not the sixty four thousand dollar question, but here's the big question: How much does all of this cost? I know the answer, but ta-da. yes, it's it's free for the money carbon calculator. It's free to join the climate challenge. The Green Living Service uh, is a paid service, mm-hmm. so it's uh, four nine seven for us to look at finance and bills and it's 997 finance bills and household mm-hmm. um, and we charge that because that's our time to research uh, and to get it sort of really really accurate for you uh, and it just keeps us impartial it means we don't have to take money from uh, from providers yeah uh, that service yeah so basically you're offering this money calculator money carbon footprint calculator for free so i've read some questions like you know so how do you make money yeah, so I mean, the Green Living Service is really the uh, our main sort of place that we do make money mm-hmm. for the providers. We rec- so when you go through the Money Carbon Calculator, when you see the results, we do recommend green providers. Yeah. Some of those green providers choose to pay us a commission. Yeah, uh, but always, um, you know, we are going to stick to this. This is a rule for the company. We will not promote a commission-paying provider above a greener provider on yeah. that. Pay. That makes sense. So yeah, yeah, first. Um, but yeah, our main revenue comes from the from the Green Living Service. Yeah, great. So basically, the service that everyone wants to jump on and try out, the money calculator, is free. So let's see if we can get some results through uh, through that. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I, I would say we've got one other service we'd just like to oh. sort of yeah. which is which is for businesses. So when we looked yeah. at the carbon footprint of business bank accounts, it's colossal. So uh, if you take any big, well-known sort of business, Google, Apple, Salesforce, you know, really huge companies. And let's just take um, Google and Alphabet as an example. So Alphabet being Google's parent company, they have uh, a whole bunch of cash in their bank just for kind of acquisitions and paying employees and stuff. That cash, because it's 
uh, and only kept in certain banks has a carbon footprint. That carbon footprint for uh, Google is bigger than Google's carbon footprint for their entire supply chain. So often, and this, you know, what applies for Google applies for one, one person bands, right? Applies for startups as well, all the way up. And so often what we're finding, you know, there's companies looking for the wins in terms of, you know, uh, moving their fleet to EV. That's great. This stuff has to happen, but actually just by getting the finance right could be the biggest impact. And so, yeah, we, the other thing we do, we, we support companies all over the world. This is a global piece, uh, you know, make sure their money fits their business requirements, but also is invested in a way that reduces their carbon impact. Wow. That's amazing. That's, that's a bit frightening about Google. Oof. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. I'm hoping in the next kind of year or two years, the big companies wake up to that, to that fact. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, we're going to start wrapping up. Is there anything else that we need to know about Mother Tree that we haven't touched on yet? Um, I think you've, you know, I think you've covered it all. You've done your homework. Uh, great questions. I think, yeah. I mean, if people wanted to get in touch, they can, they can reach me at dan at mymothertree.com. Yep. And I'll be putting all the links below. And any questions for Dan, pop them in the comments below too. And uh, Dan will uh, reach out and answer them for you. Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure learning about keeping the money green. <laughs> Fantastic. Deborah, thank you so much for having me on. It's been really real fun. Thank you. Yes, it's been great. Thank you very much, Dan. Bye. Are you ready to start on your own green path journey? Why not take a look at the Green Step program? This has been tailor-made to take you step by step down the green path. You only see one step at a time and that's all you focus on. Before you know it, you've gone down the path. To learn more, just head to thegreenpathpodcast.com.